This is an Ian special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Ian's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome to ENN. Hi. Ray Rowe. On Tiwi. I'd like to start off by saying good evening to Michael. And then they banged him after that. Good evening to Michael and myself. Boone's going to what, year five? Six. Jesus. <laughs> Good evening to Michael. Michael, I'm not following you. What do you mean? And Don. I get a D chill. And Don. Yeah, Hurley reached out to me. We're going to go to the garden. He's a big tool guy. And Don and myself. I'm a dusty guy. Who's not? <laughs> to, Richard, to Richard. I'm smarter than the analytic. And to Griffin, who's a different person apparently today. Hey, guys. How are you? <laughs> oh, and good evening to myself. That's not true. <laughs> Sheep Woody embarrassing himself again. The, the cheap losing, losing Jets. Jets. <laughs> Stereo Trump. <laughs> the cheap losing Jets. <sighs> All right, guys. Michael, we talked about this earlier. I know you want to hear it, so let's get right to it. Do it. Have some fun, shall we? Why not? Michael? Yeah, I'm right here. Cool. He's a ghoul tool. Here is... He uh, really is amazing. The more I think about it, the more sickened I am by him. Uh, well, just because it was a bad take by you, and I, I'm here to call it out? Nah, you had two really atrocious takes today. Yeah. Number one, that there's nothing that could happen this season that would lead to Dable getting fired. I don't agree with that. They're atrocious because you don't agree with them? No, because they're just it's it's they're factually impossible in both cases. Yeah, the the idea that there's nothing that could happen to lead to a coach being dismissed is is wild. Yeah, and number two, the idea that people would remember Steve Carell for forty year old virgin over the office that could be backed up statistically. I could destroy you on that when you look at the sheer numbers that that show did week to week. What it does in syndication, Don do, do merchandise. Do you think that people think of Ricky Gervais? In the office or not? Well, two things. Ricky Gervais pro- office is still number one for him. Oh, you're out of your mind. What, what else? What is number hosting one? hosting the Golden Globes is number one with Ricky Gervais? Well, no, uh, here it is. He's not from here. I don't know if this wins the argument. It will. But if you go to IMDb, type in Steve Carell. Go ahead. Underneath it says the office. First thing. Now, 40-year-old virgin is next, but even before you get to what he did, when you type in Steve Carell, it'll say next to it, The Office. And Jacob, what does it say first when you type in Ricky Gervais? It says uh, The Office. The, him being the creator, him and Stephen Merchant creating The Office. with all, And I'm a fan of, I've seen Gervais on tour. I watched every episode of Extras. I watched uh, the, the, the depressing one about his wife dying. I've watched like basically every Gervais thing there is. It, the Office is number one. He his his creating of The Office has set his career. He was a he was a radio yokel loser like us until he created The Office. You know that? He I did a, not know that. 
He was a radio guy and a music guy, just hustling, trying to figure it out. Created the office, life changed. I can't. Michael, do you want to apologize? No, I would never apologize to you. You sicken me. I bet that I bet your kids already know the office. No, they don't know. Well, my niece and nephew know the office backwards and forwards, and I guarantee they don't know forty-year-old version backwards and forwards. So they actually watch the office backwards. <laughs> that that is must be odd. That is weird. Yeah, yeah well, that's very strange. Now you know, my kids would know Steve. That's yeah. not true <laughs> for just the Despicable Me franchise. Sure, sure. Michael's also a big Evan Almighty fan, so he might have had that. Yeah, by the way, I would never brought that up. By the way, I did. He's good in Bruce Almighty and Evan Almighty. Yes, should be noted. And, uh, Steve um, Carell's Little Miss fan- Sunshine was my probably he's, favorite he's, movie. He's great in Little Miss Sunshine. He's fantastic in the Morning Show. I loved The Therapist. Um, I love Steve Carell and basically everything he's ever done. I love Lamp. I love Lamp. Oh my God, I love Lamp. I love yeah, Brick Tamlin. He's Brick. That's Brick Tamlin from the Anchorman. Yeah, that that's more known than the Office. Uh, you, now, you know what? You just you're just messing with me now. You're you're just messing Brick with me. Brick Tamlin is a genius. You, Don, you, you remind me of him. Mike, Mike. Your delivery of sports. You you know what? You remind me of Champ Kind. Really? You know what? Yeah. I take Champ Kind over Brick Tamlin. Whammy. <laughs> that's Michael. Gene Tennis, whammy! I mean, Michael Scott, and I'll take it a step further. He's one of the most legendary and recognizable sitcom characters of all time. Maybe a Mount Rushmore candidate, Don. He's in the conversation. Ooh. You're floating him in the conversation for biggest sitcom characters uh, this this great nation has ever seen. The show wow. survived when he left. Just stop. Briefly. The show survived to Jace. I enjoyed it post him. But re- for the average person, it held on. By One of the saddest things ever in my life is that I, that's when I picked it up. That's when I started watching when he left. So you started from the beginning, I assume, afterwards? Yeah, I, I caught back up. <laughs> okay. Wow, that's fascinating, Don. You don't, that's oh, what by the way, you... oh, the be- finished Better Call Saul yesterday. Oh, go- Happy? Damn. Michael, you're ignorant for not watching. Like, if you had any respect... Why don't you both just keep throwing eggs at me? If you had any respect for me as a a human... I don't. All right. (laughs) But if you... That's not true! If you acknowledge my existence and hear the way that I talked up Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul, you would would be starting to watch it just out of curiosity. You know I love you, right? You know I love you. But... When do I have the time to do this? You know, honestly, you're better. This show would be better. If you started watching Breaking Bad and didn't watch Braves Phillies last night. Oh, you know what, though? Great. Here, let's go back to last night. He deals a 2 2. Castellanos in the air to right center field. Harris is on the run. Harris at the track. He leaps and he makes the catch. Harper might be doubled up. The throw gets away. The throw first. It's over. It's over. What a call. I'm serious. That is. Brian Anderson. Yeah. TBS. Now, now a t- for a TV call? Now, Michael. That would be a money radio call, right, Michael? Yeah, that was well, a great call. Well, Michael, you want to hear the radio call, don't you? Sure. Michael, you, Michael described this earlier. This is the call from WCNN. Uh, Michael described this is <laughs> Michael described this as not steppage but stompage. There's only one problem with this clip. Uh, it's on W. It's on WCNN. It's fake news. <laughs> Did this call even happen? The fake CNN making up their baseball games. It wasn't even the Braves. Here it is. Two two. In the air, out towards right center field. Harris going to go back. Harris back to the warning track. He leaps. Michael's got it. He's got it. They fire it in. 
and it rolls across the infield. Taken by Riley. He Double throws play. to the back. Double they play. double him off. Ball game over. Braves win. I've never seen a play like that. Oh! Braves <laughs> even up the series. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, of course you are. You're cool with Maloney, too. He, well, he is cool with Maloney. I know. Yeah. As his friend. I know. Do you think the steppage... I mean, listen, in, in actual time, is it bad? Yeah, of course. There's a lot of steppage. But was it? did it make the call bad, Peter? I, I couldn't... It, to me, the steppage wasn't loud enough to make it that bad. Like, I, I, was, I couldn't even fully hear the steppage. Who's, who is the... Michael, who's on WCNN? I don't know. Well, Don would know. Well, why don't why don't you have um, Book Shambies too? He did the national call. Yeah, well, no, you don't feel like you need that, right? Well, I mean, three is a lot. <laughs> but we just spent five minutes talking about the office. Yeah, it's Ben Ingram and Joe Simpson. Joe Simpson's a legend. Yeah, so, so much so that you didn't remember. That's sad. Cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to be a ghoul. You know what, Don? Monday about two, he's going to realize what a ghoul he was. What are you saying? You know, this is... You're really laying it on thick. You're yeah, such a you're, bad... You're almost, Honestly, it's reverse. You're actually the bad guy. Yeah, you're being the bad guy because now you're not. there's going to be no reveal. Yeah, you're being a bad guy. There's no reveal to what you're even talking about. And it, you know that's not true or fair. I'm, I'm just doing the show the way I always do. Yeah. You want, me to pull, you want me to pull punches for you? Yeah. But it's not publicly known. So all of a sudden, people are going to be listening to the show and says, why is Peter a different person today? What's going on? Shouldn't, isn't in in memory of you, Michael, that we just continue to march forward? <laughs> no one pulled punches for me when I was the vape ape laying on the floor. It, it, I so, gave you two weeks. Uh, no, no, but even during those <laughs> two weeks. Then I said, snap out of it. Yeah, two weeks, and then you said, snap out of it. But even during those two weeks, you didn't hold back and not say anything to me or, or not make I a joke about me. I didn't address you. You weren't listening. Huh? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Aaron Rodgers is on with Pat McAfee. Sure was. A lot was said. Yeah, yeah. Here is on, uh, here's Rodgers on the Jets winning for the hack man. I was a little nerve-wracking, for sure, at times. But I loved every minute of it. I think one of the coolest things is watching the end of that game, just to see how people love Nathaniel so much. And, you know, he's not going to make a big deal about it, but he's a man. And those comments were poor shit in the beginning of the season. And we all wanted that for him, for sure. And so I'm really happy for him, happy for Zach. You know, he made some big-time throws. He made a big throw on the stick knot to Big Conk down the middle that was really important. Had a couple other big third down conversions. And then, you know, Quincy coming up with a big strip sack and Bryce picking that up and running. It's pretty special. So proud of our boys. That's a big win for us. Awesome for Hack. Again, you can see all the love. I mean, just nonstop hugs. Solid game in the game ball afterwards. And just really proud of our guys. I do have a little bit of a message to send to Aaron. He's a friend of the show. So, you know, I don't think he liked how um, uh, Travis Kelsey called him Mr. Johnson and Johnson, right? Mm -hmm. And then he said, 
I'm not. I, I don't work for Johnson and Johnson. I work for the Jets. The Jets are owned by the guy who owns Johnson and Johnson. You do the math, Aaron. Well, then and then McAfee. You kind of you kind of work for Woody Johnson. Just saying. McAfee followed up and said, if they change their name to the Johnson and Johnson Jets, would you still play for them? And what did he say? He sort of stumped him with that. He said he'd have to think about that. Thank you, Pat. Let's hear from uh, Garrett Wilson. You know he's on with DNR every week, right? Oh, of course. No. <laughs> the two of you. No. Sorry. I just was. I said DNR. Yeah. That's how. That's how you know Don's a real friend. <laughs> he just said, absolutely yeah. every yeah, week. Sure. DNR. He's on with uh, Barton Hahn. You should it's know a, the station. Give it a listen. It's a lot of letters. I'm sorry. He's on with Barton Hahn every week. He's been tremendous. Here's here's Wilson on the same conversation of getting the win for the Hackman. A win is a win, and. And if it's important to hack, it's important to me. You know, I know this one was important to hack. It was important to, to a few of the guys in the facility on our staff. And that meant the world to me. You know, I saw him pregame and, and the, the way he spoke to us, just the energy he had, the passion in his voice. And then just seeing him look around the stadium, all the lead up of the practice week, man, it meant a lot to us. And, and to send him off that way from from uh, Denver, you know, it was definitely a good feeling for him. But uh, for us, man, you know, we, we, we really wanted to get back on the winning side of things. And we did that. You know, we, we felt like we could have played better. But to um, go on the road and win was huge for us. And, you know, hopefully we can keep this thing rolling now. Can you do me a favor, Anthony and, and Jacob? I think it was the coach of the Jets who said any kind of outside motivation means somebody is weak. Uh, it, Michael. You asked him, but you asked him because almost directly about the Hackett thing, but he said any outside motivation, I, I might be off a little bit, means that you're weak. That was two, that was two interviews ago. So th- this was obviously a huge outside it's motivation. All, it's all they're talking about. Now. And we said at the time, that's not true. It's just not true. We didn't believe it when Greg Buttle said it. And I could see how players react and how players do use outside motivation all of the time. No doubt in my mind they use it. The, the fact that you could just completely say that you don't, it's kind of a fib. Sorry. All right, got to gotta, uh, get to some sad news here. I, I, I really hate this story. But uh, our very own Barry Melrose is retiring. Um, the former NHL coach, player, and analyst who's been uh, doing everything hockey for ESPN going back to 1996 has been diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, and he is retiring. The quote from Barry, I've had over 50 extraordinary years playing, coaching, and analyzing the world's greatest game, hockey. It's now time to hang up my skates and focus on my health, my family, including my supportive wife, Cindy, and whatever comes next. Uh, Barry Melrose is 67 years old. He went on to say, I'm beyond grateful for my hockey career and to have called ESPN home for almost 30 years. Thanks for the incredible memories, and I will now be cheering for you from the stands. Don, what a what a brutal loss for the game of hockey that he won't be on, in front of that microphone. Yeah. And, of course, we wish him the best. And I got to work with him a little bit you know, here and there uh, when I started working here at ESPN. He's such a gracious guy, fun guy, um, and... He's just been hockey. He's kind of what Don Cherry is up in Canada. He with the suits and his look, but he's such an underrated coach. I know everybody gives Gretzky the credit for going to the Stanley Cup final in '93 when they lost to Montreal, but you know, really good coach. Didn't get a great chance getting fired after 16 games in Tampa, but ESPN welcomed him back. And for a while before hockey came back to ESPN, he was the guy that was the voice of hockey when they didn't have the rights to it, and uh, I'm going to miss him terribly. Hopefully he's able to, to fight through this. 
uh, but clearly not being a part of ESPN is going to be just a gaping hole for hockey fans. I, I Michael, I don't know how you feel, but like when when I look at sort of the uh, in recent times at least the Mount Rushmore of like people who in media you identify with the sport. I mean, if for for hockey fans in America, Barry Melrose is sort of the face and voice you picture, right, Michael? Yeah, he's been at it so long with ESPN, and I, I'm thinking, you know, obviously of Melrose, and I'm thinking of Levy. I know that Steve Levy really, really close with Barry Melrose, so I'm sure that he's kind of shaken today as well. But yeah. I didn't, I didn't realize that I just sent out, you know, you know, get well and everything, and I found an old video that I did. Oh yeah, with Barry, like literally 13 years ago, and. Peter brought it to my attention. It sends you down an old 1050 you wormhole. You looked? Yeah, just of, of the videos that I did with Buttle making predictions. Michael, with there's Brown's an ES- dancing. There's crazy. an ESPN 1050 YouTube channel. Yeah. That I well, am let's, gonna, let's reactivate that. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> you still got it, Michael. You still got it. I like that change August. point god for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah change point god. Uh, I, I'm going to need Anthony, Jacob, Tom. I'm going to need all hands on deck when it comes to going through this uh, ESPN 1050 YouTube channel to find ridiculous clips. Because Should we do one a day? We might. I think one a day would be fun. I got to tell you, Michael, there's a lot of Repug-era Don video yeah. on this channel. When he didn't care? When he oh, wasn't doing hey, boxing no, five like days a week? Care, when you didn't care. Enough about him yeah. to tell him to get control. Exactly. I mean, oh, there's so much stuff here. You got, there's there's everybody. A who's who of New York sports talk radio on this channel. Mostly all looking repug. Very old cameras. I'm so excited to go through this channel. Oh, my God. What, what do you find now? Just uh, just look. At, I'm look, Michael, there's an interview from 14 years ago. With Nick Mangold, like clean shaven. Yeah, he should, he should revisit that. Oh my God! Look at the people. So much. Look, Michael, you 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 hanging with David Cohn? I still do. That's you right. Lunch with a legend with Don Shula, who's no longer with us. How about the member the lunch with a legend with Spike Lee? Yep. Spike looks like a kid. There's video of everything. It's all there. And this was before we were on TV. Daniel Jones was on with um, Kay Adams, up and Adams, if you will. Mm-hmm. Here's Daniel Jones on the neck. Different than what I've dealt with in the past, so just trying to heal up as quickly as possible and follow the advice from the trainers and doctors, but I'm feeling better. I'm not going to get into the specifics of it. It's a neck injury, but different than the last one, and, and uh, hoping I can heal up quickly and I'm doing everything I can to get out there as soon as possible. So will you play against the Bills? Yeah, that's the goal. That's the goal. I'm going to do everything I can to be out there, and yeah, that's certainly the goal. Uh, guys, do you have to be... We haven't really talked much about this. Don't you have to be especially careful with Jones this week? You would think so. I mean, if there's any doubt at all, don't play him. Yeah, like I mean, what's, that's, a, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, what's the point? If, you, if you're worried this could be anything and you know you can't protect him, I'm, I'm suiting Tyrod Taylor up, who we learned was not hurt at the end of the game. They said he just was winded. So, yeah, you have a serviceable backup. I mean, I, I'm not convinced. Don, I'm, I'm not remotely convinced Taylor will do any worse than Daniel Jones. Well, there's a chance he'll do better. Um, do you really think you're going to be able to protect him if if he's not? That's what I'm saying. If yeah, he's even 90%, 80%, uh, what's the point where, where, where this year's at right now? I, I, against Buffalo? God, I God, uh, they, they should put out these, a practice dummy. All these primetime games. Oh, my God. Are you the kidding Giants me? are in. 
Yeah, you know what? The networks thought the Jets and the Giants were going to just be money. Well, give the Jets credit. The two primetime games, they won against Buffalo and right into the end No, they've been the very compelling on TV. You don't, you're, you're still not turning away from a Jets game at this moment. They've at least made it interesting. And guys, you know what else is really huge about the Jets game against Philly? What's that? I know he's... I'm not saying you're going to go back and uh, give the man a Heisman Trophy for it, okay? Hmm. But he's been pretty good the last two weeks. Who's that? Zach Wilson. That's not true. <laughs> if you, if you, that's gonna have legs. It's gonna, it's gonna be a very useful drop with with legs. Um, but Don, if Zach Wilson played a good game this week, that that would be three three good games in a row for Zach Wilson. Wait that is conversation. It, it was not a great game last week. I said week. good. I didn't it say wasn't even great. Good. It was. He couldn't it, get the ball in the end zone. It was still a pretty good game. Oh, my goodness gracious. He won a game. He mostly made good decisions. Yeah, he had a bad moment at the end of the first half. He threw the pick. You wouldn't like to see him throw, even though it wasn't a terrible And I'm not even blaming him for that. But he did not have a good game. He had an okay game. Barely average. Yeah, he's got to hold on to the ball. He's got to take care of the ball. He couldn't get the ball in the end zone. All right. I, I, I listen. Well, you're, you're, okay, Greeny. I'm not going full Greeny. Okay, I'm just well, saying. Okay, so what are you doing, light Greeny? Fine, fine, fine. You know what? Let me lower it, and it's still relevant. If he were to play a good game, that would be three yeah. serviceable games in a row. Well, okay, can we that's get fine. to serviceable? Michael's right, though. He, he, What's the line? Nineteen to twenty-six for 199 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. He had a quarterback rating of 78.8. Okay. You could get that, Peter. That's not true. Uh, That'll do it for E-N-N. Thank you. It's fake news. Literally, that's what CNN is. It's fake news. I mean, not CNN, E-N-N. It's fake news. People Where tuning this? in that don't know the backstory would think, this? wow, they got Donald Trump to, to record these like liners. But that's yeah. not true. <laughs> if you unearthed this a year ago. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. That well, 10 know 50 joke wouldn't have been funny. For 24. Oh, what a play by Pena. Oh, <laughs> we are doing a sports show. They just turned an inning ending double play on a great play. But you guys don't want to hear it because you care about what? Breaking bad. We love you. I really don't love you guys anymore. Oh, please, Michael. We'll get over it. Oh, my. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.